0: Welcome to Naturally Well, a podcast to help you live a healthier and happier life with a Nordic twist. I'm your host, Kate Turner, registered dietitian, personal trainer, Nordic Naturals nutrition specialist, and owner of Live Well with Kate. Today, we're back with our sustainability expert and dietitian, Abby Cannon. Abby is an attorney turned dietitian, sustainability, low waste, non toxic living expert, and yoga teacher. And she's also a mom of an adorable toddler, Rory. She's the owner of Abby's Food Court, a private nutrition practice focused on supporting women who are trying to conceive pregnant or in the postpartum phase. Abby counsels her clients on nutrition, mindful movement, and low waste non-toxic living and helps them optimize their health and the health of their entire families. In this episode, Abby and I discuss how we can shop more sustainably at the grocery store. Abby offers a variety of tips for people who are just starting to pay attention to their carbon footprint or need low lift solutions all the way to people who wanna take their sustainability efforts to the next level. We also discuss how to store your produce so it lasts longer and how joining a CSA can be a fantastic option to not only improve the health of the planet, but also your own health don't miss Abby's past episodes where we unpack a wide range of habits that are best for our health and also better for the planet. I know for myself, I have made small changes over the years toward living more sustainably. And don't get me wrong, I still have a long way to go, but it feels good to be making choices that are not only better for myself, better for the greater good and the good of the planet. Abby says in one of her episodes with us that once you bring awareness, you can't ignore it, which to me tells us that one of the best ways to start making sustainability changes in your life is to educate yourself more and educate Abby will, but still with a realistic standpoint. Abby, welcome back. This is our fourth episode together. Wow. 3rd or 4th? Yeah, 4th. No, 4th and it is our Earth Day special, which I'm so pumped about. Um and I know we've touched on I would say you know, a fair share of your best tips when it comes to making better decisions for our planet, but today this is actually a little selfish for me too because when I grocery shop I like know I should be more mindful and I should be doing other things but I don't have that much time. So I'm really excited for these tips. Um, and also to see like when I bring those groceries home, how I
1: can make that food last. Yes. And all of this is totally doable, right? We can do this. We can make changes at home. The news has been really daunting about the environment recently, right? We're like currently feeling the effects of climate change, really, no matter where you live, you can kind of Like get a sense (laughs) things aren't going in the right direction, but there's so much we can do as individuals and it's really empowering. So that's what I want us to focus on.
0: Well, and I'm glad, you know, you had brought up to talk about grocery shopping like, yeah, of course, because this is the one thing everyone does. Mm -hmm. Everyone grocery shops, you need to get your groceries from somewhere. So let's start with those lowest lift ways that are kind of the easiest to start incorporating into your normal shopping routine and then maybe some of those options that are you have to take a, a bit more forethought so we can almost like gradually get there um because i know like you know i think one of the easiest things like i see people all the time is like bringing your own bags mm. right like just keeping them in your trunk bringing your own bags but how can we take take it a step further when we're in the store and what we're selecting to buy too.
1: The first thing I will say is sometimes we have to punish ourselves for forgetting our bags at home in a nice way. So like if I've forgotten my bag, but first like bring your bag, even if you, you just have to bring your bag. So pack your bag, put it, keep it in your car, keep it by your door But let's just say you had a mental lapse. You forgot your bag. And mostly, I mean, I guess this is more difficult if you live in the city, right? But like if you don't live in the city and you have a car, throw everything in your cart and put it loose into your car, right? Like sometimes I joke that it's a punishment, but like sometimes I literally punish myself and I'm like, well, this is going to take you longer because you forgot your bag. Maybe you won't forget your bag next time. That's so funny. I mean, I've never even thought to do that. Right. We don't. And of course you haven't, right? Because we are conditioned to do certain things. Like we put our groceries in a bag to get to our car, right? We have these automatic habits that serve us so that we're not second guessing everything we do all day long. We don't want that. We don't have enough brain power for that, but sometimes a little change, a little shift in how we're thinking or what our goals are forces us to question our habits. And sometimes we need to make some sacrifices if you will, but it doesn't really even negatively impact your life that much. And then when you get home, you can put everything in a bag.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious.
1: I'm like walking through the grocery store in my head
0: and I don't know if it really does, but I swear some of my produce, I would say specifically Abby, my greens, not Mm -hmm. like, Not so much like the spinach that already comes in the plastic container, Um, but like if I'm getting fresh kale or chard, I find that when I use those little green bags that do say they're recyclable, which I'm curious if they actually are, I find my greens last a lot longer in the fridge than when they don't. And even if I like stick the stems in water, like it works for some produce for me, but for some reason, like... Doing it for kale or char- <laughs> chard, which clearly we buy a lot of, I find it last longer. So that's where I like toggle back and forth. Okay, like, is there first, a better
1: option? Like, how should we well, but like what are you making with chard so much? And can I have the recipe? Because
0: <laughs> I am not tackled that, that so it's funny. Pat is obsessed with the chard. Like he what do you could, do with it? Chard is his preferred green Swiss chard just using it like in Ballad? we'll mix it just with garlic and saute it, or we'll mix it into like a curry. Um, I mean, literally anything,
1: eggs. Okay. He just loves oh. the bitterness. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to use chard more now. I'm intrigued. Okay. First of all, we want to avoid plastic as much as possible. And sometimes this means sacrificing things, right? So yes, it takes more time to get the spinach that's loose because you have to wash it, but we want to avoid that single use plastic. Yes. They last longer in plastic compared to just throwing it in your fridge. But my best tip for keeping greens super wonderful and crunchy, take one of those big, like those big mixing bowls, put your nice, fresh, washed greens in the mixing bowl, take a dish towel, make it a little wet. So it's just a little damp and you put it on top and you You put the greens wet. Yeah, uh they're like sort of wet. They're like yeah, they're but the top, the towel is damp. The greens should so be dropped. Interesting. Your greens will stay beautiful all week
0: long. I love that tip, Bobby, because you know what I I do with my which I will say the Whole Foods I go to, I have not seen blue spinach, but I need to look harder. Mm-hmm. But um in the plastic container, I usually put a dry paper towel in there, but you're saying the, the damp cloth will do you want better? Yes.
1: So they have these great products. They're called veggie bags. V E G I. Mm -hmm. Um, I got them once and then I was like, well, this is like the stupidest thing I've spent money on because it's basically just telling me to like wrap my, food in a bag that's a little wet. So they tell you to make the keep the bag wet. It's
0: so it's, you know, I just, it's so interesting because I always thought that putting the paper towel in with the greens was to take out any moisture. Right.
1: But if you but you know, oftentimes you'll see people putting the stem of the yeah. No, the stems I do that
0: with like certain, like I'll do that with celery, definitely mm-hmm. with herbs. Herbs yeah, last great so thing. much longer. Yeah. yeah. Um Oh, that's a really good tip. So then when I'm at the store, just buy it loose, put it in like a mesh bag. Right. And then when I get home, do that. And
1: I rarely put things in produce bags. (laughs) I have just totally skipped that step. It doesn't, for me personally, it doesn't make it any easier. So I just throw it loose into my cart or right into my tote bag. And then everything is loose because I don't know, it doesn't make it easier for me with the mesh bag, but if it does for you do it.
0: Yeah. No, I would say most things I just throw loose in the cart. Yeah. Rather than actually putting in something, but I was putting my greens and things in those little, which can we talk about those little
1: They're not recyclable? Bags? Okay. I mean, I, unless you have found out that your municipality, your town recycles those, I still don't believe it, but if they're saying they do, then like, maybe you can trust it. Uh, but no, they're usually not. Okay, and good term. Yeah. Recycling, not to be like the complete bearer of bad news, recycling is not the answer. Recycling is the last, one of the last resorts, right? Because plastic in particular can only be recycled so many times. And then it goes into our environment. Things like glass and aluminum are infinitely recyclable, but yeah. it takes time, resources, energy, money to recycle things. So again, that's like the last, if we can avoid creating the waste that is always going to be preferable, recycling is our last resort.
0: Yeah. So even if it's saying it is recyclable, does not mean it's actually being recycled. Correct. And you have to recycle it.
1: Right. You, you, You have to recycle it yourself. Right. You have to, you have to do that. So there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of steps. It's not easy to find out what is recyclable in your areas. Um, I'm even skeptical about what people say is what, you know, municipalities say is recyclable. Um, And, and at the end of the day, the stats show that less than 10% of plastics are recycled, right? Like there's like, nobody knows what to do with all this plastic. So we really want to think of that as a last resort resort. And there are so many great alternatives to using plastic, especially the plastic that we use for such a short period of time. I'm sure. And now, okay. So we have, I'm
0: still, I'm walking through my head of my grocery store. Okay. So we passed produce. I feel like we're good there.
1: But just one more thing. Oh yeah. You are nervous about, I like to use avocado and bananas because I, I feel like I see that the most where people are putting them in a produce bag. Mm. I live, you know, on the East Coast. So yeah. Northeast, East Coast, whatever of America, just in case you people <laughs> in case I wasn't there. Um it, that avocado, that banana has traveled, you know, halfway across the world to get to me. It can make it to my house without being wrapped in plastic. It can make it to your house. Like even if it's a far walk. And it has a protective layer as well. Mother nature has designed foods to survive. So have faith in your produce.
0: (laughs) Like, you know what? Honestly, Abby, that's like a great step one for people. If you find like you're putting your potatoes, your bananas, your avocados, like almost in a way, if you're not even ready to you know transition your greens and cut them up and wait like let's just at least get the other produce yes. out of a bag first True. um and then my the next thing i was thinking of cuz i'm walking through is the nut section mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's a big one where i feel like you can easily if i know not all stores have a bulk nut section but i right. feel like there's at least a decent amount where you could stock up but I would love for you to talk to people about buying those in bulk and how to store them.
1: Okay. So when you buy things in bulk from the bulk section, oftentimes there's the plastic bag that they're telling you to fill the bulk section with, which is not the point. Um, So you want to bring your, this is when you really, you need to bring your own container or you need to bring your own produce bag. And you need to get the tear weight. The tear weight is how much the empty bag or jar weighs. And that's so that you don't pay for the weight of the jar when you're paying for the goods. So you take that bag, you take your jar, you fill it with the almonds, the cashews. And then when you go to the cashier, you tell them the tear weight, the weight of the empty jar, and they subtract that from the total weight of the jar plus the almonds. And let's like, let's make this clear. Cause obviously
0: this sounds like a lot of extra steps, but <laughs> once, yeah. once you, once you get the weight of your jar, once you won't have to get it again, like write it in your phone. You should hopefully remember it, but I'm curious. Um, sometimes I they have the Brown small paper bags mm-hmm. in the bulk session. Is that a good option or no?
1: Yes. Recycling is still, never ideal. Right. So if we can avoid the waste, we want to avoid it. If your first step is using those brown bags, use them. Just don't put that sticker on it. Like if they make you print out a sticker, yeah. I, I go a little bit crazy to avoid the sticker too. So I take pictures of the SKU number and then I go up and I say that was, you know, almonds nine, two, four, seven. Yeah. Um, cause really they just need that sticker. So they're calculating it for me. Um, and different bulk sections are different. So you will have to kind of find that out. It's easy to find out. Usually there'll be a step-by-step in the bulk section. Uh, but I usually make the cashier because do all the work in calculating to avoid that plastic sticker. So don't put that plastic sticker on the pla- on the paper bag, because then you won't be able to recycle it.
0: I do also like that bringing a jar, that's how you're going to store it at home too. So it saves you the right. step. Like, yes, you're doing an maybe an extra step at the grocery store, but it saves you the step when you go home of having to transfer it into it first, get the jar out, having to transfer it, et cetera. Um, and then let's talk about storing nuts too, to
1: make them last and also not oxidize. Yes. So I love freezing nuts. um, I also love eating frozen nuts. Like frozen pecans are so delicious. It's like a treat. It's like, I don't know. They're refreshing. It's lovely. So I love freezing nuts. I keep probably one jar full just in a cool cabinet in my um, pantry or in my kitchen. And then the rest or any extra nuts I put in the fridge or the freezer to prevent from oxidizing. And I have yeah. that space. If you That's don't, it's true too, to because it is like once you use have a
0: jar, it can get a little bulky, yeah. um, which I always say in the fridge, like if you get jars that match each other, which I also love and Abby will like this. Mm-hmm. I love like whenever we use pasta sauce or like if we use a glass jar for anything, we actually have a joke in the house that like, if we hoard anything, we hoard glass jars, but yeah. we pop it in the dishwasher and then, we use it for so many things. Now it's like baby food. Mm -hmm. Um, but stacking them in the fridge is a great way to save a little bit of space if you have extra height, but I'm curious Mm -hmm. with freezing or nuts because I have yet to do so when you defrost them, are they soggy or are they nice and normal?
1: Totally normal.
0: I like to hear that. Okay. That's cause that's a yeah, great way. Cause I, we always have a ton of nuts. Like I always am making like granola. So we have like, and it has so many different nuts in it.
1: Um, do you remember those Haagen-Dazs ice cream bars? Yes. With the, with the nuts, chocolate and the nuts. Those nuts are never soggy. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. Nope, I, don't I don't know how why that eat One cool.
1: of those a day. Yeah.
0: I love that example. <laughs> um, okay. Nuts. Okay. So now we're going to
1: head to Oh, wait, But one more thing, Yeah, don't, if you're, if you've never bought anything in bulk before, don't go at five o'clock to the grocery store, rushing on your way home from work yeah. when the grocery store is really busy. Pick a time, like I like to go first thing, well, pre-child, um, you know, I would like to get to Whole Foods at seven o'clock on a Saturday morning. And I could just leisurely do all my shopping. No one was behind me in line. Nobody cared if I was giving all the SKU numbers. Make it easier for yourself to make that next step. So don't do it in a crazy, uh, at a crazy time where you're stressed already because you're not going to have a pleasant experience and I want you to enjoy it.
0: Abby, that's so funny. My favorite time now to grocery shop is during his morning nap on a Saturday or Sunday because nobody's there. I can like take my time. I don't have work to rush. Yeah. No, I love that tip too. Okay. Now for um, our... Oh, sorry. One more thing.
1: One more thing. Oh, keep going, Abby. You don't have to buy everything every trip to the grocery store. So (laughs) one of the benefits of buying in bulk, right? Our produce we need to get because it's going to go bad, but things like nuts and seeds and Whole grains, you could say, okay, the first of every month or the first Saturday of every month when I'm gonna to go to the grocery store, I'm gonna do my bulk items. It's gonna take a little bit longer, but then I'm good for the month. And then you never need to do that for the rest of the month. And that that ends up saving you time and money over the course of the month. So that's another hack.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I actually have in my phone, I have two grocery lists. Mm-hmm. One is my like. I need to go like certain things. I want to go weekly, like fresh, th- you know, like fresh greens, things, the stuff that we also just like plow through. But then others, and it usually is like my nuts, any types of grains, pastas, etc. Even like tomato sauces, things like that that we don't eat all the time. Yeah, I'll do that about maybe once every three weeks, once a month, and it helps so much. And it helps having like two separate lists. I love because that. one day I do both lists but then I just have to focus on the one and I add, depending on what it is, I can add to either list and I just do it in like the, um, the little reminder section of my iPhone. I love that. It works really well. Um, okay. Let's talk fish and meat. So my question here is if right, like if you're buying ground meat or, you know, ground pork, whatever it is, it has the plastic casing. Mm -hmm. Is that worse Abby than going up to the counter? And so depending, sometimes they just wrap it in the parchment wrap, but it almost seems like it has like a plasticky layer or they put it in plastic and then they wrap it in parchment. And this is the same with fish. It's like the same, the same exact way. So I'm just curious, like what's the best option there? Or is it almost like they're both not great. So it's like, just pick whichever one's going to work better for your family.
1: As you started to ask this question, I just thought of that because the inside of that paper is definitely not
0: just parchment paper. There's like a film, but I don't, I'm not really sure what it is.
1: Uh, my, it's not going to be recyclable, right? You might think it's recyclable, but Even a pizza box that has grease stains on it is not recyclable. Technically you're supposed to cut the grease stains out so that the rest of the box can be recycled. So it's, it's contaminated when it's filled with grease. Um, So I would imagine that those, the, the paper is not recyclable. You can bring your own containers just like with the bulk section. And you just want to get like a bigger kind of glass the yeah. glass Pyrex ones. Uh, and they can put your fish, your meat directly in that. Oh, that's interesting. And then you
0: forego all the plastic and you could just freeze that Pyrex or yes. Yeah. That's no, that's because I've always thought about when they, whenever they do wrap it in that parchment, I'm like, it's not just normal parchment, but that yeah. makes sense. Um, obviously like the other sections of the grocery store, one, and I'm curious, Abby, like your other like lowest lifts, but one thing I try to at least think of, because I am usually rushing, like if I can't go on a Saturday or a Sunday morning, it is usually a little bit of a rush. And so I at least try, cause we get, we get used to like our certain brands of things cause we yeah. also like certain things, Yes, but I have tried to think about like even buying certain condiments, like a mayonnaise or a ketchup Trying to buy the glass Mm -hmm. option over the plastic. I will say one issue we have right now Connor's favorite toy is the ketchup bottle. So it may have to remain to be plastic (laughs) because he tends to hit himself with
1: it. But But you you could just save one.
0: That's well, yeah, we can just save once this one. I mean, it takes us a long time to make our way through the ketchup bottle, but yeah, we can save that one. And then, but is that like, is that really making a difference just trying to buy like the glass option versus? Okay. Yes. So
1: again, plastic is not infinitely recyclable. You'll even notice if you, um, I'm just like thinking if there's anything in here, that's plastic and all I see is my pen. Um, don't get me started on pens. Um, it'll say a number in the recycling symbol, Mm -hmm. the higher the number, the less likely it's going to be able to be recycled because that means it's been recycled before. So on the one hand, that's great that it's being made from recycled material, which is what we want. We want to market for recycled material because then we'll recycle it. But at a certain point with plastics, it's going to end up in a landfill. So we, we want to avoid that, but then we want to by using things like glass and aluminum that is infinitely recyclable is better. Okay. But yeah, that's good
0: to know about the numbers too.
1: Worse than the plastic ketchup bottle, right? You just said a ketchup bottle lasts you months, right? Yeah. A long time. So something like that is less, it's still offensive, but it's less offensive than the produce bag that you literally use for 12 minutes and goes right in the garbage.
0: Yeah, that's true. Cause I am thinking about like, and I have, you know, before we spoke, I've been thinking a lot about the person and, you know, usually I feel like it's the mom that's already on borrowed time getting to the grocery store and she has her list and it's like, she's got to just stick to the list, get all, her, get all her items. But that's, I keep just going back to the tip of like, at least just don't put like your lemons and your potatoes and your yeah. avocados and your produce in bags. And you're probably saving, I mean, what, probably at least six or seven of those plastic bags each time you go. And if you go once a week, yes,
1: that's a lot. It is. And one of my favorite quotes about health, and I hate it when people do this, when they say their favorite quote and they don't remember who it's from but I'm going to do it because it's such a good quote. If you don't have time to be well, you're going to have to make time to deal with your disease. (laughs) So not eloquent, but whoever said it, said it much better than that. Um, we'll try to find the real quote for the show notes. Um, but does that make sense? Right? Like you, we need We are at the point where we have to make sacrifices. Uh, We have to take a little bit of extra time, put a little bit of extra effort into this because it's not looking good. Uh, And it's unfortunate that a lot rests on us as consumers and as individuals. But on the flip side, the more we prioritize buying things in glass, the more we prioritize buying in bulk, things are going to become easier and more seamless and more eco-friendly, but we have to take that time upfront. So for me, it's just a non-negotiable. Yeah. I'm a really busy mom too. And I just have to make time. And it it really doesn't like these things we're talking about. They don't take you that much longer. If you put like like your stopwatch on it's 30 seconds. It's like doing the dishes. Right. Like
0: when before I had a dishwasher, I'd be like, oh my God, I have to do this. And then I actually started to, I was like, no, what? Or I just look at the clock and be like, I'm in time myself and see how long this actually takes. It would be under five minutes every time. And I'm like, and it made just having the different perspective. I was like, totally fine doing the dishes most days after that. I'm curious though, because I know some people get a little like weary about how other people will perceive them. When you bring up, like, let's say you buy those nuts and you bring your own glass jar and you bring them up to the register, do the cashiers, like, are they nice about it? Do they ever give you crap for it?
1: The best piece of advice I could share is if you show up friendly and smiling and you explain what you're doing, screw them if they're going to be mean to you. I mean, there are lots of horrible things going on in the world that you brought your own jar to fill up your nuts is not one of them. So if someone is trying to make you feel bad, brush it off. For the most part, I'm received very nicely because I go in with a great attitude. I also explain to everyone online behind me what I'm doing. I'm so sorry. This is taking a little bit longer. I don't like to use a lot of plastic and they're just weighing my jars And that's great
0: too, because then you're educating them and they may be like, Oh, next time, maybe I'll try that. Or, Oh, that's a great idea. Because when I get home, I'm going to throw my nuts into that glass jar.
1: And people like explanations, right? Think of waiting at the airport when they're not telling you why your flight is delayed. And then two hours later they say, Oh my God, the, the pilot's wife went into labor and he had to run and have then meet the baby. And you're like, Oh You know, I don't care anymore. I mean, you will care, but like, it's a different perspective. So we, if you explain what you're doing and the why behind it, again, it's a matter of like two minutes, three minutes that people are waiting. So use that opportunity to explain why you're doing something. If it's your first time, you could be like, this is my first time ever trying to do this. I'm trying to reduce my plastic. Earth Day is around the corner or Earth Day is today or Earth Month is April or it's May or it's do whatever it is. Uh, and, and people are receptive and people who aren't receptive. Move on. Who
0: cares? That's life.
1: But I I'll, I'll love way,
0: way to pull out that airplane example. That was, that was a really good one. Um, okay. I'm curious about this. And this was something we talked about and I really don't know what to look for. What labels or certifications should you look for when buying packaged food?
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously we want to support organic as much as possible. Uh, if you have the means just as a baseline, we want it to be organic. The reason for that is we want fewer pesticides, fewer herbicides, fewer harmful, toxic ingredients being dumped in our soil, uh, contaminating everything and ruining our lives. <laughs> yeah. And you know what the, um, the environmental
0: working group just came out with their new clean 15 list, yeah. um, So that's a great way to refer to some of those produce that you may not have to buy organic and also a cheaper way. If cost is an issue, I buy all of mine frozen. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know though, Abby, if having it in that packaging is a big no, no. Um, but I'm curious, like if there are certain labels or things I should be looking for, that's a better option. Yes.
1: Are you talking just frozen food stuff or in general?
0: In general, like when I'm, you know, if, if I am buying something packaged, are there little symbols or certifications? you know, sometimes some certifications actually mean nothing yes. or there's a label and it, which happens a lot in our field and it doesn't mean anything or anything right. of what it's saying. Right. So I'm curious if there's, um, a parallel when it comes yes. to, you know, recycled items.
1: Yes. So I love organic. I love Non-GMO too, because I think it just signifies these are these have actual meanings. Um, so it just signifies that there's a little bit of care and thought. Um, now it's escaping, but there's one that's like it looks like N E with a power symbol as the O, and it's using like renewable resources. Got it. It's on the package for lesser evil. I just bought their popcorn recently. Yes, I buy things in plastic. Um, <laughs> And so that's a great one too, because that's how they're using their, the energy to power, um, you know, their processes. The other uh, one that I like is plastic neutral or carbon neutral. These are not perfect, but at least it's better. And at least companies that, do create, you know, waste and pollution, which they all do, Uh, at least if it's carbon neutral, they're trying to offset the carbon produced during the process. So, um, those are those I love to to look out for.
0: And would you, would you say, Abby, like when you're looking at I mean, even when it's like the different nut butters, or I would say most sections of the grocery store, and they have, I'm thinking about Whole Foods in my head because that's typically where I grocery shop. They have the little red symbol that says local. I'm sure that's a better way. Cause like that's something I try to think about like all the things it took to get that product there. And if it's local, it takes right. A lot less gas, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's something sometimes I will say the price is a lot more, but it also sometimes helps. Like it makes you feel good supporting your community too. When you know that usually I forget what, um, whole foods radius is that it has to be to get that symbol, but it's, it's like pretty local. It's not just like, oh, it's in, um, you know, one state away or it's, it's pretty local to where you are.
1: Yes, I love local and I think also something that's important to touch on is the supermarket isn't the only place to buy your food and your produce. Yes. So and I'm pretty sure we've probably spoken about this on other episodes, but joining a CSA, community supported agriculture, where every week you're going to a farm in your local area and picking up uh you know your share of their bounty for the week. Is an amazing way to support your community, get the highest quality, nutritious, most nutritious food, uh, and totally reduce plastic, right? Most of the time there's no plastic involved. Sometimes with greens, they put it in plastic. But if you, you know.
0: But no, it really checks off every box because, like you said too, it's more nutritious. Like anytime you're eating local, and sometimes I usually say is like try and even buy local, if you have the option of local or organic, a lot of times, even that. Produce That's local is organic. They just didn't, or weren't able to afford the whole process of becoming organic because it is a process and it's an expensive process. So some of the smaller farmers, it's just not feasible for them or it, it, it when they weigh it out, it, right. It doesn't make sense for them, but When you buy local, whenever food doesn't have to travel as far or it's not as exposed to as much light or heat, you are getting more nutrition out of it. So I love, I, I really do love it. You know, Abby, I need to find one here in Wilmington. I will say it is very odd our farmers markets. I thought they were going to be amazing here they're very, very limited. I have no idea why, like I could go and get like a few peppers, <laughs> like right. one thing of greens, which right. to me, it's like, it doesn't make sense to like drag the baby all the right. way over there right. just for that. But I do need to find a CSA because it, it, it's reminding me right now, like it's reducing your plastic waste, right? It's more nutritious. You also mm-hmm. try more yes. fruits and vegetables that you wouldn't have and they're all in season. Every right. single one of them will be right. in season.
1: Right. I I mean, why do people buy tomatoes from the supermarket? It's like paying for water. I mean, the tomatoes have absolutely yeah. no flavor. If you taste a tomato from the CSA, from the farmer's market, it is bursting with flavor. And I think we're so accustomed to foods that don't taste good or not, or we don't even know how good real food can taste because we've just been conditioned to have food that has no taste. And it's really fun to get a nice selection of fruits of vegetables that you've never tried before. You talk to different people, what are you making this week? What, you know, what's a recipe you recommend? And it's fun. We need more community involvement and engagement. And that's a great way to do it through CSAs, through farmers markets. Get in the habit. You have kids, like what better way to spend a so Saturday fun. or you know, an afternoon in the summer than going to a farm to pick out some.
0: And fruits. I mean, Abby, you brought up the biggest motivator, taste.
1: Taste. Um,
0: I mean, something that could help to now, because I'm thinking about it, because we are about to start working on our new garden, Mm -hmm. but it's growing at home too. And that's fun for your kids. And, um, it also like the exposure, even of having the CSA or growing different vegetables in your own garden, it just exposes them to other foods. And I will say there are so many times where I go to the grocery store and I'm annoyed because they don't have the produce I want, but if I had joined the CSA, I probably could have
1: gotten it. Right. And Some this is not the topic of this podcast, but uh sometimes I'm just like, what on earth do I do with my toddler right now? Like the activities, like what how do I keep no, it's a great activity and getting kids involved in food is such a great activity. They love going to the farm. And you know, there are usually some kind of animals on the farm, like there were chickens on the farm that we would go to, and it was so much fun for Rory to even, you know, we got to pick some of the herbs and pick some of the veggies and he would eat, you know, the carrots on the way home and try some of the, you know, snap peas. And it, it's so lovely. And it's a wonderful experience for the whole family. And I really, and the more we support these farms in our community, the more options there'll be. Maybe they'll open up a farm stand because they have, you know, the ability to do that. Right. It's, Putting our money where we want to see growth. And I really think that that's such a powerful motivator for me. Like, where is my dollar going? Because at the end of the day, that speaks the loudest. Yeah. And it, but it does, it checks
0: off so many boxes. I mean, this is funny because now I'm thinking, I'm like, so everyone, we took you from (laughs) starting in the grocery store and just not putting your produce in plastic to go join a CSA. No, but really, like, I like, I really enjoyed this recording because in this episode, because there's a whole range of things you can choose from that will, you know, you choose what will work best for your family, but there's also things you can kind of graduate to like first start with just not putting that produce in the bag. Then maybe if you have a little bit more time, look and see if there's a brand that has, you know, like for myself, the condiment that comes in, the glass jar instead right. and just start to take note of some of these things. And then maybe, you know, you will get down the road where you see the flyer for the new CSA in town and you
1: decide to join. And remember that, well, I started the episode talking about punishment at the end of the day. It's, it's not about punishing, right? It's, we can have a lot of fun with making these choices and getting creative and using your brain feels really good. Like think about the last time you drove somewhere without putting ways in and like found your way somewhere like that. That's a really great feeling of accomplishment that we're kind of being robbed of. So when I figure out a way to get something that has less packaging, or I make a choice that I'm not going to buy something on my list because I can only find it in packaging. That's not recyclable. It feels really good to be creative and to get involved in your community. So sometimes a little bit of extra effort on the front end, you have saved time because now you have an activity with your family for Saturday morning and you're not all twiddling your thumbs at home, you know, looking outside, wondering what to do.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: All right, Abby, my final question. Mm
0: -hmm. We're not even going to do a rapid fire this time because I'm more curious about this answer. Okay. What are you doing on Earth Day with Rory, your son, to teach him about Earth Day? I'm just curious.
1: That's a great question. Uh, My mom recently found this, I should have brought it. uh, a pin from an Earth Day celebration I went to when I was two. And I think it's really cool to talk about what we did growing up. Uh, for Earth Day, a lot of it had to do with, you know, what we did with the Girl Scouts. But we have um, a poster downstairs that my mom framed of her first Earth Day poster uh, and just going through that. And we are also in the process of building our new garden. So that's just this weekend is actually going to be dedicated to that. Uh, And for us, really, every day is Earth Day. So, uh, you know, I really I really want him to be close to food and make that a reality, uh, with our home garden, with, um, the farmer's market and such.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's almost like just get out and appreciate nature and talk about it that way.
1: Go on a walk. I mean, my, yeah, my favorite trees are magnolia trees, which unfortunately just oh, are not so beautiful. They're not blooming here. I think they just started budding too early and it's really depressing but there's another tree that I love and every time we pass it I go that's mommy's favorite tree and Rory was on a walk with my husband the other day and pointed to it was the wrong tree but he pointed to a tree and said mommy's favorite tree it looked like it but honestly you know pointing out things that we love in nature while we're on a walk getting off of our phones uh And appreciating what's around. If you're in a city, you know, there's landscaping, there's, there are parks, there are, you know, look at the sky, look at the clouds going by, um, look at birds, try to find pigeons, you know, anything that you can kind of identify in your surrounding and in your environment. The more we appreciate the environment, Mm -hmm. the more we are willing to make sacrifices to protect it. And it's not about scaring the kids. We don't want to be telling them that, you know, we only have like three years to fix this. Uh, that's just gonna create really upset children. We wanna focus on the beauty that's around us.
0: No, I love that. Um, we have a really good episode, Abby, with Florence Williams. She wrote the nature fix and it's talking about like the benefits and science behind nature, but she has some great tips, and it also can improve your health. But of like when yes. you're outside, Listen, like take the time to listen to the birds. Mm. Look at the blues and greens because those are actually what calm us. Those are the most calming colors. But she has a whole list of different things you can do, and almost like game. Like I look at it as games in a way. Like when yes. you're out on a walk, um, because now we are, we're like very distracted when we walk. So taking that in,
1: and we get we first of all, phones are addictive. They are literally designed to make us. Addicted to going to your phone, um, and we get into habits. We get into habits yep. of just okay. I go on a walk. I don't pay attention. I'm going to the park. I'm going to nursery. I'm going here. But we can just go on walks yep. and look around. And again, it's another activity. Yeah. So many times I'm like fighting to get to the park. I'm like, why am I fighting to get to the park? He's like so happy on the sidewalk. What does it matter if we're here or in the park? It's so true. Okay. Just
0: okay. being out in nature. Well, Abby, thank you so much. Obviously, we always have so much fun yeah. when you're on. Um, but some great tips here. I know some that I'm gonna take home. And I can't wait to have you on again. I'm so excited and happy Earth Day. Get outside. Happy Earth Day. <laughs> Enjoy it. How are you going to produce less waste at the grocery store after listening to this episode? Let us know in an Apple review so we can all share ideas that will be better for our health and for the planet. Thank you for listening to naturally well by Nordic naturals. And remember, you can catch some of our episodes of the podcast on our naturally well YouTube channel. If you want to know more about me, you can follow me on Instagram where I typically live on my stories, providing a variety of daily health and wellness tips. Naturally Well is hosted by myself, Kate Turner and produced by Andrew Steven. If you have any questions, please send us an email at podcast at And we hope to answer your question on air. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode and leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time.